Welcome to the Pink Lemonade Stand. I'm your host, Heidi Webster, and I'm so glad you are here today to get a little zest in your step. We've got an amazing episode for you today. We are talking about perfectionism. Where the heck does perfectionism come from and how can we become recovered perfectionists? (laughs) That's the goal. I cannot wait to dive into this topic, but before we do, I want to say a huge thank you for listening. If you enjoy these episodes and this podcast, I would love it if you would share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me, and make sure that you subscribe. When you hit that subscribe button, it ensures that every week on Monday morning, the episodes go straight to your phone and... It would really help the podcast if you would make a review. If there was an episode that stood out to you, that you appreciated, that made a difference for you, I would love to hear your feedback. And this helps me know what kind of content to put out and if I'm on the right track. So please leave a review. That means so much to the podcast. And remember to RRS, rate, review, and subscribe. I have got a great good news story for you today to give us all the good feels. So it's time for The Sweetest Thing. This good news story was shared with me from one of our listeners, Rihanna Goldberger in San Diego. Rihanna, thank you for sending this good news story for me to share. The title of this story is Homecoming Queen Goes Viral for Giving Crown to Student Who Lost Her Mother to Cancer. This is Forest County Agricultural High School in Mississippi. They had two homecoming queens this year. This story is so touching. Senior Nyla Covington at Forest County Agricultural High School was crowned homecoming queen this week. And after receiving the honor, she decided to give the crown to another student named Brittany Walters after her mother passed away from cancer earlier that day according to this report online. Brittany told the news station, all I could think about was my mom and how she wanted to be there. And then the next thing I know, Nyla was walking towards me and she hugged me. I didn't really think anything of it. And then she started to take off her crown. Oh my gosh, I could cry. I could cry as I'm reading this story. Nyla said, I told her it belonged to her. And then she was like backing away. And I was like, you're your mom's queen. And I wanted her to know that. And I hugged her. This sweet gesture at homecoming helped bring some joy to what was an emotional and difficult day for Brittany and her family. And her dad actually accompanied Brittany to homecoming and he was by her side. And this is just the most heartwarming story of kindness, of love, of empathy for each other and high schoolers, especially. I just love that this girl was so thoughtful. It was just such a beautiful story. So I'm going to post the link to this in the episode notes. The principal of the school quoted, we hope that Nyla's selfless act will be a light for the rest of society. So we're very proud of her and her giving nature. This is uh, amazing. What a great way to kick off the week with a story like this. So 
I am so appreciative to Rayana. Thank you so much for sending this good news story today. And if any of you have good news stories that you want to share, please send them to me. I love when I receive stories that I can share with all of you. So email me at the PLS podcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at the PLS podcast and send me your sweetest things. And now it's time for the main squeeze. Today we are talking about letting go of perfectionism. Woo, girl, this is a hard one for me. This is for me. I usually just love to pick topics that are on my mind and I want to learn more about. And this one has been a lifelong challenge for me for sure. But I know I am not alone in this. Our society is totally obsessed with perfection. I have one word for us, Photoshop. (laughs) That is definitely the word that encompasses perfection. But we definitely have a problem with perfectionism in general. But how do we experience perfectionism um, just in our daily lives? And have you felt this before? So have you ever heard of the term, the Nirvana fallacy? I had not heard this before, but the Nirvana fallacy dates back to the 1700s. And it is summarized perfectly by Charlie Haversat in her 2015 TED Talk about perfection. She describes this um, in simple terms, which was written by Voltaire and when he said, the perfect is the enemy of good. <laughs> it's like... Good is just not good enough, is it? Um, So this is also called the perfect solution fallacy. And their Nirvana fallacy is actually based on faulty reasoning, where an argument assumes that a solution should be rejected because some part of the problem still exists after the solution applied is applied. So many people are falling victim to the Nirvana fallacy in presuming that a perfect solution always exists. And that is absolutely not true. Um, I think sometimes the biggest problem with perfectionism is that we're overlooking small steps to success if we're just aiming for perfection all the time. I'm going to link this TED Talk in the episode notes. It's a fabulous eight-minute listen by Charlie Haversat, who was a professional athlete. So diving into this topic, the first thing that stood out was that there are two types of people who can seem very similar. Um, We have high achievers and perfectionists. And both of these people will strive to achieve their goals, but the difference in the two is what motivates them. This was shocking to me. The high achievers are motivated by actual success and reaching their goals and that um, feeling of succeeding. And perfectionists are more driven by the fear of failure, the fear of not succeeding and maybe even appearing as low achievers if they don't reach their goals. That is a huge difference. Um, and both can seem the same, right? They're both both are often high achievers, but it's the what drives them that's the difference. So I have joked about being a perfectionist over the years. I have definitely discussed it with friends and I've heard the phrase over and over, ah, I'm being a perfectionist or I'm a perfectionist. But there's actually some important things to note about perfectionism before we dive into how do we overcome it? So first, perfectionism can actually greatly diminish our self-esteem and really diminish the enjoyments of life. It, it can create stress there's fear of being judged. There's this constant worry of inadequacy. And ooh, that just sounds 
so painful, but it makes sense to also note that some of these traits are often linked to mental health issues like anxiety. And this has been a huge realization for me this year when I've felt anxiety creeping up on me. And now, you know, I'm understanding where it comes from and how it's linked to some of my fears of failure. Sometimes perfectionism actually can paralyze you because of that fear of failure and is a huge cause of procrastination. So if something can't be done perfectly, then we'd rather not try something at all, which can just aid in procrastination. And in fact, I procrastinated making this very episode. So there you go. (laughs) And last, perfectionism and being a perfectionist can actually harm your relationships with others because there's a tendency to have higher standards for yourself and those around you. So if you're setting the bar high for yourself and therefore others, this can lead to having expectations, which is just never good. We're going to do a whole episode on expectations. (laughs) These are the more dangerous kinds of things like setting expectations on others. That's dangerous. Okay. So we'll talk about that another time. But if you have perfectionist tendencies, you can probably notice yourself doing some of these things. Okay. Now that we've addressed the doom and gloom of the situation, we can get to the fun part. And how the heck do we combat this crazy plague of perfectionism and start letting it go. So let's do it. I think first things first, the awareness of anything is definitely the start. So to have some kind of recognition and self-awareness that this might be you or even part of it, you might recognize in yourself is fabulous. So we're going to start off positive. Way to go. You are on the right track already. You've recognized something in yourself that you're like, okay, This has got to change. I think there's a little bit of perfectionism in me. So that's a good start. Um, We have to take time to pause and pay attention to our thought patterns. Like you might even try writing some of these thoughts down to understand them better. And once we're aware of how we allow perfectionism to take hold of our lives, we will be more able to alter our self-talk around this issue for sure. Okay, next, we're going to focus on the positives. Like I just mentioned, we were off to a good start with the positive. Um, Wanting everything to be perfect means we actually tend to fixate on negative parts of our work or of ourselves. So it's important that we make a conscious effort to also recognize the good. For everything that you're not quite satisfied with, challenge yourself to identify three things that you do appreciate within whatever it is that you're doing or you're working on or yourself or you know how you look that day. Whatever it is that you fixate on personally, turn that beat around and immediately name three things that you appreciate. I think that's a really great way to reframe things in your mind and to shift. Next, allow yourself to make mistakes. This is a huge part of life and learning. Honestly, this one's big for me. (laughs) I think I feel somewhat devastated inside when I've messed up or I've hurt a friend or I didn't succeed at like a song that I wrote or whatever it is. This is one of the most important things in life, like making mistakes because we are human and that's how we are able to learn. We cannot learn and grow unless we have learning lessons that allow us to do so. So yes, we make mistakes and allow yourself to do that. That really helps. Next, we might try giving our perfectionism mind a bit of a win scenario and set some really reasonable goals. So this allows us to feel like we are achieving and getting that rush of accomplishment. We will feel much less stressed and 
much more confident in our ability to reach our goals when they are realistic and still challenging in a healthy way. But when you can like tick something off that to-do list and you feel like you've accomplished something and set that bar like a little lower, that is a great way to get some wins in your system and feel like, okay, I got this. I am doing this day. This day is being crushed. (laughs) So another step to overcoming perfectionism is learning how to receive criticism. So take a, take a second and think to yourself, like, how do I receive criticism? Any kind of criticism. When someone is giving us criticism, as a perfectionist, we might take it personally. So make a mental note to yourself how you feel when someone offers you criticism and just observe your reaction. This is a really, really good exercise. But we need to be able to take that, that in and sit with it and realize, is there some way for me to learn and grow right now? How can I take this um, criticism with a learning heart and and learn from it and grow? This is another part of, you know, making mistakes. But like taking criticism is also very, very healthy to learn how to do. Next, we have to lower the pressure on ourselves. Remember that the person who pressures you the most is you. So be kind to yourself and practice self-acceptance by lowering unrealistic standards you set for yourself. This is about expectations again. It all comes back to that really in the end when it comes to perfectionism. If you are still motivated and doing your best, you are doing just fine. This is a really good reminder. So there's no such thing as being perfect. Focus on meaning over perfectionism. We can try and shift our focus on finding meaning in what we do rather than just trying to do it perfectly. Like if something brings us joy and purpose, there is so much more fulfillment to be had in finding meaning along the way. So take a look at the things that you're doing and really focus on how it brings you joy and what the purpose is behind it and why you're motivated to do it. Because the outcome is not always the end goal, you know? joy in the journey, right? Okay, next, try not to procrastinate. (laughs) I'm going to laugh at this one because I'm like, as I was typing this up, I'm like, how many hours did I ignore trying to do this episode today? Perfectionists can be notorious procrastinators. I am so feeling so called out by myself on this one. I will literally do anything and everything before doing a task that I'm avoiding. I will freaking clean my baseboards. I will exfoliate my whole body. I will clean out the corners of my closet and drawers (laughs) before doing the things I don't want to. Actually, sometimes I can trick myself into doing tasks that I put off for a very long time because I know I'm procrastinating on something with work. So there you go. But as a perfectionist, we are giving ourselves an excuse to slack off because we can't ensure that we're going to do the work perfectly. That's where that comes from. We are scared that we're not going to do it perfect, so we're not doing it. We're avoiding it. This is really, really unhelpful and more stressful in the long run when we are procrastinating like this to avoid um, not hitting that perfect mark. And the hardest part, honestly, is always just starting. That's, it's always harder to start than to even finish. So if we can just create a rough outline um, ahead of time, that is a great first step. Remember that it's okay if the work isn't perfect. 
with the first draft on the first try, just give yourself grace to continue working on the project and start. Just go ahead and start. So we're going to nip that procrastination in the bud. We're doing it. And another important tip for ourselves is to try and cut out the negative influences that we may feel. So this is going to include social media, TV, movies, books, or even podcasts that reinforce perfectionism, okay? Not this podcast, though. Don't even unsubscribe. Mm -mm. (laughs) We should be especially aware of how social media promotes a narrative of hustle culture and perfectionism. It's just, it's in our faces constantly. We look at those people's Instagrams. It looks too perfect, and life is not that way. So if you need to limit these channels or delete them or... If somebody's page is just reinforcing that you're not perfect, trust me, that other person isn't perfect. So if you need to mute their page or unfollow for a bit, do it. Do your thing. You have to set your own boundaries and create a space for you that's going to help aid in your perfectionism recovery, okay? We'll start a support group and we'll talk about it. We just talked about this with Dr. Reem on last week's episode on burnout And we talked about the grind culture. And guess what? We're canceling it. Grind culture is canceled. It's over. Okay, we already decided it. So the hustle and the grind is over. We need to shift our mindset to feeling like we are doing our best. And that is okay. That is good enough. And lastly, and most importantly, go to therapy. (laughs) Do it. Okay. I'm a huge supporter. Cognitive behavioral therapy is chef's kiss. In particular, it can help people struggling with perfectionism and reframing those thoughts. So I highly recommend. And one thing that was actually really helpful, I'm going to repeat it from last week's episode, something that Dr. Reem said that I just think is so amazing to throw out there as a resource is that local universities and colleges are offering sessions with their doctoral students for extremely low prices. We're talking like 20, 30, 40 bucks, and you're going to get really good therapy. So that's something to think about, you know, research your local colleges, your local universities, and look out for their psychology programs, see where people are studying to be um, family therapists, and get yourself into some sessions, learn about um, yourself, and talk about the things that you're struggling with. Therapy is a good option for overcoming perfectionism. I totally think that's true. I am feeling very confident after being motivated by today's topic that we can be recovered perfectionists. I am in this with you. We are in this together, but we're going to still reach for the stars, right? So what is that saying? We're going to shoot for the moon and be happy when we land among the stars. I think I probably modified that, but I love it. Done and done. I'm good with that. And now we have saved the zest for last. This is where I'm going to tell you about something I am obsessed with this week. And this week's zesty is so random. This is the most random one. But honestly, I just love it. Sometimes it's just the little things in life that really make us smile, you know? So I'm going to share mine with you. And it's this thing that I saw on TikTok over and over, I've been watching these videos on TikTok of people making like the most beautiful iced coffees at home. And they're putting like gorgeous flavors in them and mixes. And the glasses they use are just beautiful. And they're stirring them with the most perfect like barista little steel 
stirrers. I just, it's just so cute. But the thing that fascinated me most about the videos were the ice cubes. And people were using these little tiny square ice cubes to make these gorgeous iced coffees at home. So guess what? I bought myself the silicone tiny ice cube trays and I... I'm just in love. They're so much fun. They're kind of a pain in the butt to fill up, but they're silicone. You just like pop them in the freezer and then you have this whole entire bowl full of the cutest little ice cubes you've ever seen. They're so cute. They're so easy and cute to crunch on. I'm not like an ice chewer actually, but I could crunch on some of these little cubes. They're so cool. So... I'm going to put the link in the episode notes. I just got them on Amazon, but it like takes your drinks from home to the next level. Like I feel like a fancy barista in my own house when I'm working from home and I'm like, it's time for a coffee break and I'm going to go make a delicious coffee with the cutest ice cubes. It's just the best. Okay. So I'll put that link in the episode notes, make yourself a cute coffee and tag me in a video or a picture of it on Instagram. Let's do it. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you got something out of it. If you did, share it with a friend, tag me on social media. We are going to combat perfectionism one day at a time. I love it so much. And thank you so much for stopping by the Pink Lemonade Stand. I'll be here every Monday morning and I would love it if you would squeeze that subscribe button, leave a five-star review and follow along on Instagram at the PLS Podcast for some more sweet treats throughout the week. Now, remember when you're feeling like an old, bitter perfectionist. (laughs) Remind yourself that you are a gorgeous, delightful, and fabulous glass of a recovered perfectionist pink lemonade. (laughs) Oh yeah, and don't forget, you better go out there and squeeze the day. Bye. Pink Pink, pink, pink lemonade stand.